Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we've got something for the game changers. Rhea Marshall, a 6'5", sensationally skilled high school senior who brings the kind of length, court vision, and playmaking ability that has her among the top players in the nation. Headed to USC next year, Reyes stands out to be a player who is poised to push the women's game forward. Think KD and mismatches, scoring at will against any type of defender. For Gil, he sees her length and creativity mixed with basketball IQ and hunger as the key components to make Rhea an all-time great player. And judging from her progress, it's absolutely in the cards. As a trainer and friend of No Chill, J-Max says, real is rare, and Rhea is definitely for real. It's a No Chill podcast. Remember, you should subscribe wherever you get your podcast to get every episode as soon as they drop every week. And be sure to subscribe to the No Chill channel on YouTube. And be sure to catch No Chill with Gilbert Arenas every Monday on the Fubo Sports Network at 8 p.m. Eastern. Welcome to another edition of No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. We're really excited today, Gil. Mm-hmm. I'm excited because, first of all, you have a Peja Hornets jersey. Uh-huh. That's a rare one. It is. I mean, it wasn't rare back then, but it's rare now since yeah. teams just changed. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Paige, too. Yes. Yeah. And also, we're excited because we have Ray Marshall here. Yes, sir. Homegrown po- product of our guy, J-Mac. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. He, I mean, he always says, like, I got, I got killers. I got players <laughs> here. But, like, I was like, man, this one is next level. Um, yeah. we, watched, we watched some film. That's exactly what Gil thought. So, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course. And Gil, we also breaking news on No Chill. You just signed with USC yes, three sir. weeks ago. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. Oh, so you're yeah. officially rivals now, Pac-12 <laughs> schools. No, no, no. Arizona, no, no. USC. No, no, no. They, were, they wasn't truly a rival. I mean, Stanford was our real rival, but mm-hmm. USC back then gave us headaches because they had, what, Brandon Granville, Chapagne, Sam Clancy, Oh, and self-claimed white mamba. Yeah, <laughs> Scalabrini. <laughs> More like USC and UCLA rivals. Yeah. yeah. The LA. Yeah, so you, know, rights, you, you see how he doesn't really know? Like, that's yeah. just... No, no, I know that, but you're still in the same same conference. Yeah. And I would even say, does, is Arizona's ladies team even good? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You got to say that. Oh, God. They are? That's yeah. I don't know. I never paid Oregon, team. Stanford. <laughs> yeah. They're the killers. So. Yeah. But that's where you're going. Let's talk about where you've been so far. You're at Linwood High School. Mm-hmm. Three seasons under your belt. Last season, Gil, 27 points a game, 14 boards. All right. So that's been some progression. No wonder <laughs> you ended up here on the stage uh, with SC. So, so how have things gone? Freshman year, sophomore, junior is obviously a little different. Yeah, so it's like freshman year is when I blew up. That's when like I really started getting recruited. That summer, I remember playing with Cal Storm. We played in Nike National. We played in a championship game. It was actually pretty cool. We ended up losing by a buzzer beater. A girl hit a three in the corner. So we lost that game, but KD was there. Um, the, the crowd was just packed. Uh, after that game, I will say it was a really good game for me and offers just came in crazy. Um, after that, I remember 10th grade summer, I also stayed with Cal Storm. Um, recruits like UConn start rolling in, Oregon, um, you know, top schools um, basketball-wise. 
Um, then um, this year, this was also a really good year for me. My team, this was our first year playing open division high school. Um, we did an okay job, um, especially with the team that we had. We've been with each other since seventh grade, me and one of my teammates. Um, so it was actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. A lot, so, lot learned. So you, as, so you were getting recruited already as a freshman. What took you so long to commit? Well, <laughs> it was all new to me. It was fun. And I also, with the girls I play with, I wanted them to get looks as well. So I felt like I already knew I was going to SC, even though... Oregon told me they really never offer full rides to younger players, but I was blessed to have that advantage. So I was like, you know, this is fun for me. The recruiting process is new. At a point, it became stressful, but I was like, you know, I'm going to just roll with it, see where it takes me. Um, unfortunately, because of COVID, I didn't get to go on um, any official visits, but I did get to view a couple of campuses before. But I was like, you know what? Um, USC, hometown, not too far from home. I like the program. I like the school. Academic has my best interest, so I'll roll with it. Okay. okay. Yeah. Think about this, Gil, too. When you're recruited young, Gil, he actually didn't get a chance. You want to weigh your options. Yeah. First of all, he didn't, get, he didn't get recruited like that. He's self-made in that sense. Um, but when you're recruited young, that can actually take that off your plate. Like, you know, like, I don't have to prove myself to people. I'm already on their radar. Well, I mean, it has advantages and disadvantages. Um, you know, being recruited young, you might be, you might feel pressure to sign then, not oh, knowing yeah. that, I mean, that coach that's recruited me now probably won't be, like, how do I know he's going to be there yeah. when I get there? So whatever he's seeing me, whatever he's seeing now might not be wanted by the next coach then. So, you know, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of, but you do want to get it off your plate because it's exciting. Yeah. But, you know, still, you you want to make that decision when, you know, you get a little older, junior, senior year. You know, usually, you know, your junior year, the end of your junior year is usually when you try to commit. So your senior year has no yeah. pressure on it. Right. And you can get to just go out there and just perform. Yeah. Well, so we can say that you've, you've done exactly that and mm -hmm. you're heading into your senior year. So, so what really do you want to accomplish in the last year of high school? Oh, the last year of high school, I was hoping to see a McDonald's All-American game, but I don't really know what's going to go on with that. Um, but my last year of high school, I'm definitely looking to head out with um, some type of championship, you know, leave my mark. Um, but also, I'm just looking forward to just killing it this season um, in every way possible, whether it's finishing with maybe like a 3.8 GPA or finishing, like I said, leaving my mark at my high school. But I'm just really looking to just leave, go, set um, accomplish my goals, so, yeah. But you've accomplished so much so far. What are you most proud of? Uh, probably, hmm, I'd probably say from where I came from, just being able to, you know where I came from. South Central is a very rough area. So where I came from, being able to go to college for free, and especially of my choosing. So it was like a really big accomplishment to me and my family. So my overall game, um, my worth ethic that I that I had, like, you know, to get up to this point. Um, so I'll probably say I'm most proud of sticking to my roots and getting to go, to, like I said, to a college of my choice. Think about that, Gil. South Central, actually, for people that don't know, is right near SC. So that mm -hmm. that homegrown thing, I mean, if you can make it in your hometown. I, yeah, I mean, that's always like, you know, an, you know, when you're an athlete, you know, when you're you're grinding, right? You're grinding for, you know, the big light. So, right. you know, the accomplishment is I get to, you know, pick where I want to go. 
versus sitting here trying to say, all right, nobody wants me. Right. Okay, I'll go with you. Right. You know what I mean? It's like one of those times where you get to make your own decision for the first time in your life. You know, so that is, you know, a very big, you know, compliment, you know, to you and your work ethic that you get to say, all right, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you get to yeah. really choose your next destiny. I'm thinking of a similar story. It must have been more like uh, Baron Davis, South Central High School in L.A., obviously Crossroads, and then S, uh, UCLA there in West. Mm-hmm. You know, but that's, you know, being an athlete, you know, it's, you know, it's, it takes a toll because, you know, you have to sacrifice, put your work in, do the things that you have to do to, you know, st- stay away from the riffraff no matter, you know, what level it's on, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to get the pick spots versus, you know, like, you know, like when you get traded, you get traded. You know, there's no, you don't get the pick where you're going. You just, you're out of here. Yeah. You know, so, you know, when you have chances to, you know, really say, I want to do this, I want to do that, that is very big and that's very important and even, we talked about this before, you take that pressure off yourself. You made a decision. Mm-hmm. It's something that you, I'm sure you, you, it took a while for you to come to that conclusion. Oh, you slept yeah. on it. You know, and then, man, it's just like the weight's <laughs> off my shoulder. I can just go compete. What's so funny is um, when I was coming up, SC had, what, Henry Bimby mm-hmm. as the recruiter. And I swear to God, he used to uh, send about 90 to 100 letters a week. <laughs> it was one of those like things that. where it's like, yo, does yeah. everyone get this? Well, yeah. Would you even read those letters? No. It became annoying. Yeah. It was just like, like it's just a box. Yeah, like, always, like you, you think of those what pictures. What can you say in a hundred letters? Yeah, you right. think of those kids that show you all these letters that they got. It's a huge compliment, first and foremost. Oh, but yeah. are you sitting there actually reading them? And is that actually going to make up your mind? For it? It just, I guess it shows interest. It's like 100 letters and like 100 phone calls to go along with it. Yeah, you're, and you're sitting there like, okay, I get, like, I get, <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. You want me. Good. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But it's kind of annoying now. You know what I mean? I just want <laughs> to. I, I mean, so, wanna... so, but like, Ray, for you. Would that bother you if somebody's going to call you and you're like, look, oh, I... Oh, yes. It, 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 be, it got very stressful at a point in time when the same college called me literally every day. If I didn't answer, they'll leave a text. And, like, I have a life to live. So it's not only you guys recruiting me, but it's other colleges. So when you guys are all calling my phone or texting me, it becomes overwhelming. Right. So I'm like, yeah. This it's kind of like if you're trying to ask somebody out on a date and you just keep calling me, calling me, like, you probably scare them away. But, and that's, that's exactly what ends up happening. What your intentions are actually works against you. Yeah. Like, you're, you become annoying. But would you go for the one that was playing it cool? Yeah, you usually go for I mean, you, Maybe you think they don't care about you. I mean, when you're, when you're picking schools, like, you have an idea where you want to go. It's just, it, like, unless they just do something horrible that makes you be like, ah, I don't want, you know, you're just looking for, so, but when someone's just sitting there nagging, you be like, dude, like, just, like, like, you know, you don't even give yourself a chance because you're so, that's what I said, when I looked at UC, when when I was looking at USC, it was like, yeah, like, I got, what, what, what What are you saying in here? I'm not opening them up now. Mm -hmm. Like, there's, there's nothing you can really say here. So now you get, I get excited about, Oh my God, San Diego State sent me one. Like, no, yeah, they're not USC, but because it's just one, it makes it look more impressive. Yeah. Like it, it actually has writing in it, handwriting, not typed. You know, it's, you know, it just, they just get it wrong sometimes. Yeah. Send you a greeting card. Maybe that'd be the better <laughs> approach. 
All right, Gil. Some money in there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> a couple of dollars. I wasn't going to say that. Um, all right. We talked about the last three years. What was your height as a freshman? Oh, geez. My height as a freshman. Mm. I was at least six foot as a freshman, I know for sure. Um, so maybe I want to say when I went to the doctor, they measured me as six two, I believe. As a freshman. So you're getting, a, uh, you're getting attention because you're also big for your age, oh, tall yeah, for your age. Definitely. And you're, now you're at? Probably about 6'4". I'm still 6'5", but 6'4", 6'5". Yeah, I haven't, really, I haven't got measured in a while. With Jordan's too. on, you're 6'5". <laughs> so think about that, Gil, because I know you love this to work with, this the idea of length. Length. I love length. I, 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 I'm intrigued with it because it has so many options. Yes. Um, you know, like probably with you and growing up, they put you at the center, power forward. Mm. Three man, yeah. like me, you're 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 one two three. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the way I will play you. I will play you at the one two three and just mismatch on how you know the defense is. Okay. You know, I wouldn't I wouldn't give you a position what they call now positionless. You know, I will I will keep you at the one two or three. You know, um, I wouldn't designate um, a strict position on you because it's pointless. And I mean. Um, if you're at the point, you can dribble, and someone is five, five, six. Yeah, I want you to. Now I want you to put her in a post. Yeah. You know, because um, you can guard her with your length. You know, if you have a two, like that means you can get your shot over. Let I me. Mean, you know, you have so many just variables to your game, um, and I don't think you know in in uh, women's basketball they utilize, you know, that skill set that that yeah. that advantage. You know, as they should. I mean, the, the NBA has started to realize, mm-hmm. oh, okay, the, the LeBron at the one, two, three, four <laughs> can really change the outcome of games because you can just move them, move them in pieces. You know, so it's like, well, I don't need to take you out the court. You know, I just put you at the, they got a, they don't got a point guard. Like, you know, usually I'm going to take you out if you get two fouls. Yeah. Well, they got a point guard that doesn't do anything. Just go to the point. Yeah. Just, just guard her. You know, you get, you have more options there, so. That's what I would, you know. And I'm thinking of those old-fashioned old basketball. I mean, even even like old school, like Wilt Chamberlain, pretty much just held the ball over his head, you know, like that. That's not really using length. That's just, just he was taller than me. But, yeah. But you, when you add the element of skill to it, yeah. that's because you're working constantly on that. Oh, yeah. Working with J-Mac. J-Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. J-Mac, uh, he really expands my game, you know, just working on different things, whether it's ball handling, shooting, form, form shooting or whatever, yeah. It's really an advantage for my height. Yeah, I mean, the height length. Get the rebound and take off. Like yeah. you don't need to look for the low bar. Where are you? <laughs> you know, just, just ah, let's go. Let's let's yeah. let's go. And and that's the evolution of players now, mm-hmm. where you know you guys are multi-talented. You know, um, you don't you don't have to rely on traditional get it to the guard and yeah. then run a lane. It's like I'm, I'm a guard too. I'm yeah. gonna get it off the rebound. Y'all run the lanes and I'll handle it and make the decisions. You know, and that's that's the beauty of where the game is being been been going. Oh yeah. And if you think about it, if you're if you have the size, right? Some you've you've seen these guys, Gil, that were just low post players, they work on their over the left shoulder, shoot shoot over the right shoulder. That that's one thing. But when you have the athleticism, that's where you, you can actually do a lot more. Um and it's it's a matter of like how do you tap into that, you know, I I can open up my game. Um 
You just have to be in tune with your game, with your skill set, with your advantages, and then just tightening them up. You know, I think as players, sometimes we get locked in of what everyone's been telling us. Okay. You know, you're, you're, you're big. You're going to take advantage down there. And you're like, oh, but I can do a little bit more. <laughs> you know, I can, yeah. I can, I can. You, you have to really tighten in to what you do mm-hmm. versus what they tell you you can do. Like, you got to be willing to, after you got stopped or shut down and look at what they did. Mm-hmm. How do I improve off of this? You know, what made me great against that person? What makes me continually to be great against that person mm-hmm. versus this person? Mm-hmm. You know, why why does this person match up or this team shuts me down and they have a control and but you know, this team is better, but I get loose. You know, you have to really sit and actually put it together. Mm-hmm. So you know what makes you successful here and what doesn't make you successful here, you know, when it comes to your game. Um, I actually watched um, a full game of the WNBA yesterday. Um, it was uh, the, it was Vegas. Round of applause for it, was, it was Vegas versus the Suns. Yeah. Um, very high scoring first half, 80 points, 84 points. And then the second half, it just went. Yeah, I think they finished like 92. 90. No, 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 It was like in the 60s still. Oh. It was in the 60s. There was like a five-minute span. Oh, yeah, it was 66, 63. Yeah, it was a five-minute span where they, they didn't score a basket. And I'm just watching the game, and I'm like, well, the Suns, they're, they're just utilizing their players wrong. Mm-hmm. And why is the Vegas still running UCLA cuts? <laughs> what, what? And I'm sitting there, sitting there like, you didn't score 80 points doing UCLA cuts in the first half. Why are you doing it now? And then I look at the coaches, it's like, ah, yeah, outdated coaches. <laughs> you know, that's like UCLA cut in 2020? No, that is no. Well, so modern, you know, modern players. Offense? Future, future of the game. What does that mean to you when you see a game like that with no offense? Oh, it, it's really, it, it, it's embarrassing for women because, you know, like you said, positionless basketball is what modern basketball mm-hmm. is nowadays. So just being able, sometimes stick to the game plan, yes, but being able to expand their game and being able to, like, show your variety, the skill sets of these players, I feel like it would be a lot more scoring if they mm-hmm. play, like, with the freedom that the guys have, they'd be a lot more scoring. Yeah, and, and I agree with you that I'm, I'm watching skilled players get boxed into a team offense. Yeah. So what a team offense is doing, it's taking away all of the creativity. Yeah. All of your individual training is going out of the window because now it's just cut back door, pass it here. Cut back door, pass it here. There, there's no skill to that. It's just, it's, it's like, it's like black and white. Just mm-hmm. go down, screen, yeah. turn. Like you, you take the gray area out of it. And I think, you know, once it's like that was graded back in the '60s and '70s mm-hmm. when it came out. I mean, '60s and '70s. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, where it's less athleticism. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be running that now, where you have a whole bunch of horses on a just. Let them, like I seen, I, I can't think of her name. She looked like she was all of seven foot the way. I'm like, I would have had the ball in her hands majority of that game. Because with her length, 
in her speed, you can see she was faster than the person she was playing against. Yeah. She has the length, she has all the tools to just take over. And you 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 have her just out there like as a defensive player. And I'm like, well, she's, I don't know if she was the point guard. I don't know what position, or you have her as a strict three, but because of her length, just have her do in and out, then Euro, they can't guard her. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the way I'm looking at the game. Like, ah, oh, you guys are just, being utilized like you're back in the 70s. Yeah, because I think to take that a step further, it's kind of, ex you're not going to just, the black and white thing, you're not going to just break that out. You have to weave it in. Blend in that, the, the bop that you could have versus their and, and physical And I think that's skills. the problem with, you know, um, you know, you know, girls basketball, where when you're going into college, you have to understand it. Um, the game of basketball is great. It's a gray area. Like, yeah, you there's a game plan, mm -hmm. and then there's talent. Yeah. And your talent sees different things. Your ability makes gives you the chance, the, the ability to change a black and white plan. Like, okay, we're going to go down, and we're going to do the pick and roll, and then you're going to duck in, and we're going to pass it, and then <laughs> go for Yeah, you know, I come off the pick and roll. Well, they didn't hard show, and I can turn a corner. Women basketball, you don't turn that corner. Mm -hmm. You stick to the game plan. And you're going to go. You're going to make the bounce pass when you could. They didn't stop me. Take off. Right. You know, that's the play. You know, and, and I think when, when, when someone has to introduce that we're going to live in the gray area. We have, we have our X's and O's. But the gray area is where we need to play. We need to utilize our talent mm -hmm. and if I need a play called we'll call that once or twice a quarter mm -hmm. whenever it's not going to be we're not going to you, you know you shouldn't be running the play every single time down court no that's not that's 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 not what your skill level is your skill level is not we're going to run 45 plays right no so it's you know we we run 10 plays a game other than that I, I need to let your talent go what do you see you, you know, you got to, and that's that's where, you know, going into college and learning the game and understanding the game and, you know, understanding the playbook where you got to remember, you, you have to be the smartest person on the court. That's on both sides. Okay. Meaning that you have to know your playbook so good that you know where your player's supposed to be. Where So if they're not there, you know how to take advantage of it. You know, you know that, okay, this player doesn't like to go left. Then I know the play says this, I'm going to, you know, she can't guard me. I'm going to eat through this knowing that I'm not going to affect that, that, that overall playbook. Mm. You know, so you, you have to really study your players the most. Like studying the opponent is cool, but studying your players, your teammates, is the, the most important thing to a score, to someone who's dominating. Because you need to know everyone. Like, okay, this person ain't got the ball. What does she do when she doesn't get the ball? Mm. You know, she gets a tantrum. Now she don't want to play defense. That kind of hurts the, you know, that kind of yeah. hurts the team defense because now she don't want to do, you know, you have to understand like how long, you know, has she had, you know, you have to understand all the elements, yeah. you know, of a team to really be successful. So, Rhea, I you, you may do that a little bit, but on a scale of one to 10, how much are you actually doing that right now? 
Well, actually, right now, that's crazy that you said that because I actually really, I feel like I really do know my teammates well. Um, like I said, the chemistry is there. Being able to play with um, a couple, some, some of these girls in seventh grade, um, I'd probably say on a scale of one to 10, I'd probably say a five. But this is the reason why, because some half of the team is is, um, is new, but I am still adjusting to them. But that's some really good advice. And I'm actually really going to utilize it because just being able to, do something like that, it really will be effective on my offensive game. Mm-hmm. So that's really good to me. I, I would say even this, the reason I asked you on the scale, scale sense, because you've been playing with these teammates so long, you almost don't have to do that. It's natural. You have these instincts because you yeah. have this bond. But that's going to change next year at another level. Right. So being yeah, but prepared then, you know, for it that way. Like even, even now, like, you know, I don't know if you've seen um, the quote of, uh, of Cam Newton's teammates. Um where, you know, some of his teammates are saying that, you know, he's the first person in a, in the, in the gym, you know, in the morning. No matter, what, no matter what time you go to the arena in the morning, he's the first one there. <laughs> um, and then he's the last one to leave. They're, 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 they're basically saying he probably doesn't even leave the arena, mm-hmm. you know. And be, but that's, that's what greatness does. See... Everyone wants to know how. Everyone wants to be great, and no one tells you how to be great. So when you see, when you see it, you have to really say, "Okay, that that's what he's doing." Because obviously, it must be, it must be something that only he does, since everyone else is talking about it. You know, like, what time does Tiger Woods get to the a golf? You know, what time does it go? How many times does it golf? Like, mm-hmm. you know, because we don't get these these answers. Or you know, going into college, you know who's going to be there. Right. You should be studying their games now. You should be studying what do they do, what this person does, what this person likes, how do they like the ball, like which what what you know, what is her go to move? You need to, you know, you can do your research now. Right. You know, as much as we put on the court, we have to put it here too. You know, and that's that's what I learned, you know, when I was playing that, you know, as as much time as I play on the court the time in film was just important because you got to remember the the film tells you everything. The court, you got to remember your court, like your, your court skills, you're only judging by when you make shots or miss shots. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I made a fall with the mood. You know, that's all your, your mind is, you know, not the film basically says actually the shot you made was not actually a good shot. Yeah. That's a bad shot. It just went in. You know, okay, this girl is undercutting me. This, you know, this this is my mood when I don't get the ball. This is how fast I'm running when I think I'm gonna score. Mm-hmm. You know, that gives you your 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 real game. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, when you have someone who's gonna sit there and study it, like, oh, okay, when she don't have the ball, she doesn't, you know, when she's running down the left side, she's in full attack mode. Okay. When she's down the left side, she goes half ass. You know, so let's push her to her left side more and let her sit on the left side of the, you know, you, that's what a film will show. Yeah. You know, um, I remember when I was, um, I hit Donovan Mitchell up and, um, you know, it was after, it was last year after the playoff game against Houston. And I said, you know, you know, I hope you don't take offense of it. You know, um, you know, it's not to be offensive, you know, it's for you to go into the summer, you know, and take in what I'm saying, and then improve. Um, I said, 
95% of your talent is going left. I said, you're a right-handed player, but you, because you can't jump off your left leg, you don't go hard going right. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you do go hard going right, you're trying to come back left with a spin so you can pogo jump, you know, off your two feet because you're two-footed jumper. Mm-hmm. So, and then when you go, you know, when you do and you're forced to do go right, it's going to be one of those offhand, light layups, kind of before you get to the rim, that floater type of game. Mm-hmm. So if you look at all your games, the games you did amazing in is because you were playing on your left side. You know, you take going off the left, shooting, because when you go right, you clearly favor trying to get back left. You know, so I said, you know, as a, a basketball mind that scouts the players before, you know, my whole game plan against you was just push him right. You lose half, you, he's going to lose 95% of his talent, you know. But, you know, film tells you that, you know, so that's why it's important. So a girl that seems like, man, she's, she's unstoppable. No, no, no. The tape will tell you otherwise. You just got to figure out and pick up, okay, she only goes over this shoulder. Oh, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, she's so trash. <laughs> she's so trash. She, you know, she can't even, you know, she can't even do this because, you know, unless someone really depicts it and studies it, you would never know. Hmm. You know, so that's, that's one thing you take into, you know, you understand your players, you know, to a T and practice and everything, who, who needs to be pushed. Right. You know, who, you know, is not having a bad day, you know, not having a good day where, you know, we're just going to lay you know, like coach, not today, you know, you know, she's going through some things, just, you know, you know, and you, as a leader, that those are the things you're going to have to understand and really, you know, manage, you know, um, like you can see Jimmy Butler's, you know, got Miami Heat in the championship. Three other teams said he was a bad locker room guy, mm-hmm. right? Bad locker room guy, bad locker room guy, bad well, you, you, you take them to a team that likes to work <laughs> under an organization who thrives on hard work. He's amazing. Because what he was good at or what he has is he has discipline. Mm. So when he's looking at guys like, yo, you're not disciplined enough. Yo, we need to do this. And guys like, I don't, you know, oh, well, we don't do that <laughs> over here. You know, it, you, you get that bad name, you know, but then you put him in a winning situation or a, a situation where... They thrive. Those guys need that type of. So now he has a whole bunch of players where this is not even the most talented group that he's he's ever been around. There's no other all-star on that team. There's no other superstar on that. There's not even a, a top 25 player on that team. Yeah. You know, but those guys are dogs. They they, you know, let's what, what we gotta do. Yeah. You know, you know, and so that's why you have to understand who's who. You know, who's who in your team, um, personalities, the relationships, you know, you got to, you know, it's like an investment. You got to really invest in your team, knowing who they are, knowing what they like, knowing the problems, knowing situations. You got to remember there's game days where you're, you're counting on a player and, you know, she might've broke up with a boyfriend. Yeah. You know, you got to try to finish you because you got to remember that, that little issue affects everyone. Right. You know, so you got to have, you got to figure out how to, you know, get her through that game. You know, so, it, you know, there's a lot that goes, you know, we, you know, we just play, you know, we just try to, but the great ones, 
all they they got all that under control, <laughs> you know. And that's what you know. That's what you know. What I'm here to like relay that yo, this is this is what the great ones, this is what gets them over the top. It's this part of you know of the game and you know society and you know like like LeBron. If you hear any things about any stories about LeBron, you know he wants to eat lunch with you, breakfast, dinner. We going to a movie. We want to movies as a group. <laughs> you know, y'all want to go to the mall. We going to the mall as a group. You know, it's every because he wants to. He wants to know everyone's like what 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 is going on with everyone. You know, because I don't want to go on a court and then we spaz out each other and, you, and then it's personal. It takes a personal. Like no, we're we're gonna be friends. So if I say something on the court, you say something to me. There's no. It, it's it's when our friendship is so close that this. Little thing doesn't even matter. You know, that's why you've never seen him go at a teammate. Mm. Never complain, never throw one under the bus. Because they're friends. Yeah. All right, Gil, let's take a break to talk about our feet and our new friends at Features. The most important thing for Hooper is your feet. And it's not just about the kicks that you wear on the court. It's about what's inside them, the socks that go on your feet. Changing your socks can make a huge difference in your daily walks, your daily time in the gym, or even playing golf. Runners worldwide have made features their sock of choice, and now you can get the same benefits special tailored for the golf course, the gym, or the basketball court. Their elite golf sock keeps feet cool, dry, and blister-free while providing a custom-like fit that won't bunch up or slip during your backswing. Features has engineered a sock with targeted compression, anatomical design, and moisture-wicking material for unsurpassed performance. And we got our pairs, and you gotta say, the best part about them is how they feel. And you always want your feet to feel good, especially in the toes and the arches. If you're uncomfortable there, you're in a lot of pain. But Features got you covered. Features helps you to achieve your best every day in the court, in the gym, and on the golf course too. Their targeted compression hugs the arch of your foot, keeping the sock in place and preventing it from bunching, slipping, or sliding down into your shoe. The anatomical design conforms to the left and the right shape of your feet, creating an enhanced custom-like fit that reduces discomfort and prevents blisters so you can focus on your game. Features helps enhance your game so you can play harder and faster and stronger. Also, they have a lifetime guarantee. So they got you covered for life. Features are so durable and long lasting that if you're unsatisfied at any point, they'll give you a replacement pair, no questions asked. Features is a proudly family owned business. Hugh Gaither founded the company in 2002 and now he and his sons, John and Joe, own and operate the company in North Carolina. Their mission, to create products that help you achieve your personal best. And of course, at No Chill, we got something for you. Feature socks will change how you feel about socks forever. Trust us, we know, we tried it, they work, and it's the sock for us. And you can get $10 off your first pair of features when you use the code NOCHILL at features.com. That's F-E-E-T-U-R-E-S.com, features. Dot com. Promo code NOCHILL, 10 bucks off your first pair of features. All right, let's talk about our friends at Mint Mobile. Breaking up with your old wireless provider just got a whole lot easier thanks to Mint Mobile. They were the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, and now Mint Mobile is introducing their unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. Let that sink in. 
an unlimited plan for 30 bucks. How much is your soon to be X wireless provider charging you? So at No Chill, we did it. We made the move and found out firsthand it's more than half, more than half compared to the current plan. So break up and move on. For people that hate their phone bill and are ready to cut ties with big wireless, Mint Mobile offers their premium unlimited plan for just 30 bucks a month. By going online only and eliminating the traditional cost of retail, Mint Mobile passes significant savings on to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Break up with big wireless and switch to Mint Mobile's premium unlimited data plan for 30 bucks a month. And now, we got something for you. To get your new unlimited plan for just 30 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash nochill. That's mintmobile.com slash nochill. Cut your unlimited wireless bill to 30 bucks a month at minmobile.com slash no chill. And to bring all that back, what you said, one thing struck me, even watching film, knowing your teammates, you know, having chemistry, you're more often than not going to have things that don't work that you got to fix than when everything's great and everything's cool. Am I right? So if you're watching a film, it's time that you miss shots. It's the teammates, the time that they're off a little bit. That's when you really need that leadership to pick mm-hmm. them up. Yeah. Um, you remember leadership, like even with, you know, someone, you know, you know, they only thrive when they make shots, you know, where you got to always big them up. Like, don't worry, yeah. just keep shooting and keep letting it go. Don't, sh-. you know, you, you got to do that. You know, some, some people you, you don't need to talk to because, you know, like, you know, like somebody like Kawhi, you know, you know, Kawhi's Kawhi, you know, he, <laughs> you know, he's, he, you know, emotionless, but sometimes he probably needs to hear, like, dude, just keep letting it fly. But think about it, when you, when Kawhi's making shots or any of my teammates always, if they're in a groove, what are you going to tell them? Keep shooting? Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, you no, know, yeah. it's, it's usually, like I said, it's usually, it's, it's player by player. Yeah. You know, there's, and that's why there's, there's no right way to be a leader. There's no wrong way to be a leader. You know, you, you figure it out from. No, player to team. player, yeah. team to team. Right. You know, the best leaders know their players. That's, you know, that's, yeah. that, that, that's it. It's just knowing your players and getting the best out of them at the right times. Definitely. And to be that go-to player and to be that leader, you got to be motivated. Above all, in, in your own way, you got to kind of have this own thing within your head that drives you. So what, for you, Red, motivates you? Um... I always play, like my high school coach, he's big on telling us to have this chip on our shoulder. So when I go out there and I play against these teams, I always just think back to like how um, this team may have a better, let's say they may have a better overall record than us. But I'm like, um, I remember one time we actually played in this tournament out in Arizona. It's a really big um, preseason tournament for high school team. And we play these teams, they may be undefeated, but I'm thinking, oh, this team is from this area, so they're already coming out or we're undefeated. We're going to beat this team or they don't look much. So I'm always thinking, when I go out there, I always have this chip on my shoulder no matter who I'm playing. So I'm thinking they may think they have one up on us because we're um, they're undefeated and we're not. So it's always the underdogs that I always like to be underdog. That's what our coach always, he's always telling us to. Um, so I always go out there just thinking of a mindset to kill my opponent. So that's what really motivates me, just that having that chip on my shoulder. 
I saw this comparison to see if it was accurate, but a guy from your way, Paul Pierce, played that way. Oh, yeah. That underdog, that dog mentality, never wanted to be the, you know, poster boy. He wanted to be the, at the end of the game, I call game. You know, like, like, I always looked at it like this. When I'm, when I'm coming out on the court, right, no matter what your record is, yeah. then none of that, none of that, none of that means any, anything. Right. You know, that's, that's more of a team, that's more of a team thing. Like, oh, yeah. as an individual, I always looked at it like this. And, you know, I play with a chip. And the reason I play with a chip is because if there's a defender guarding me, mm-hmm. in reality, he's trying to stop me, mm-hmm. right? He's trying, to, he's trying to stop me. He's like, I'm trying to get to this goal, and his job by standing in front of me is to stop me from that goal. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, you trying to, like, I'm trying to, make, I'm trying to be an all-star. You trying to, ta- you trying to take <laughs> that from me. You know, I'm trying to get a max deal. You trying to, your job is to try to not let me get there. Our, it's personal. Yeah. So every time I'm coming down the court and he's sitting there and de- it, it becomes personal. Right. Like I don't, like it just tri- it just triggers to me. Like yo, you you really trying to, you really <laughs> trying to stop me? Like no, nah, that's not no, you know. And that's and that's how I looked at it. Like like I remember when I used to get in the game and there's a minute left, up thirty, down thirty. If there's a defender, like oh, yeah. if you don't want me to shoot, go four on five and don't guard me. But as long as someone stands right in front of me, it becomes personal now. Because I'm trying to get more playing time. And you, you in my way right now. Right. You know what I mean? So since you in my way, let's get busy. There ain't no, <laughs> you know, we're gonna hold the clock down and do no 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 no. I don't play that rule. This ain't no sportsman like sportsman like, if you, you don't want me to try to score, don't play defense. <laughs> Because if you, you know, and that's always been my rule, you know, we're up 30 and I'm sitting here supposed to, you know, stall it out and you over here playing defense. Like, whoa, yeah. hold on. No, 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 no. We can throw this clock away and we can just get busy if that's what you want to do. But you're not going to sit here and try to steal a ball and I'm supposed to just hold the clock. Yeah. So I used to just score. I don't, <laughs> you know, so, you know, with the underdog, you know, with the underdog mentality, you know, to, to keep it heightened. Anytime, anytime some girl does this, all right. <laughs> you don't, you don't want me to be great. And that's how I did it. Yeah. You don't want me to be great, so I just gotta let you know. But that's like you know that was me. You know that's how I you know I triggered it. Yeah. You know it didn't matter if it was you know Kobe or you know someone who didn't play defense that wasn't on that list. You stand in front of me. I'm trying to, I'm trying to embarrass you. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, you know, because, you know, m- you know, naturally we're going to get up for the big games and then we let down for the, no. They playing defense down there too because <laughs> you got to remember, while you're getting up for the big teams, the big games, you got to remember, you're a big game. Right. So someone's getting ready for you. And, you know, and that's why, you know, there's upsets because, you know, while we're looking down, I let them sheep down there. They, they, <laughs> they, 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 they bottom. They, they owing t- Nah, but that old just got excited. Oh, yes. my God. We're about to upset them. <laughs> you know, and that's usually why people get upset because the people they're looking at is like, eh, 
But they're looking at you like, oh my God, yeah. I'm getting, I'm going to sleep early today. Yeah. You know, so you got to always think, hey, you gonna guard me? We we rocking out. Ain't yeah. no <laughs> that record don't mean nothing right now. Yeah. But would you say you're trying to embarrass people? Nah, like I, I told you earlier, I'm not, I don't really get caught up in the hype. I'm not really one of those type of players. Um, so I always say, I'm just like, like he said, play everyone the same. So that's really the, my mindset with that. Hey, 20, 20, 27 and 14 is a killer. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> that's a killer. That ain't no. You're a monster in that. <laughs> yeah, that's, so just just that be that, you know. Um, yeah, and I, I think we know this about you. You work with J-Mac. Mm-hmm. Real is rare. Shout out. Yeah. You're talking about things that are, are a big picture, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to know your big picture, as you would say. And Gil, I know this is your thing. Change the game. You know, so in that sense, how do you think, you know, what, given everything that Ray has for ability, you know, physical gifts, how can she change the game? Easy. You know, you, you, you're, you're going into a situation where it's, it's new. Right. Mm-hmm. It's new. And the first thing that, you know, when we go to something new, we want to try to blend in first before we can figure out, you know, like what's, you know, who's who, who like you, 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 you coming in, let them know. All right. This is how we're going to do it. We here. We're, we're, we're about winning. We want to win. Day one, we're going to challenge each other's. Yeah. You know, we're going to go at each other. There's no we're not going to babysit, you know, each other around here. We're going to demand greatness. Oh, yeah. And that's what I'm here for, to demand greatness. I want you guys to demand it from me. I'm going to demand it from you, you know. And, and then from there, you just start saying, hey, listen, if you're power forward, you know, and you're back to the basket, I need you to work on your jumper. I need you to work on your what's the name. We're going we're gonna to all interchange and work on our skill level. As a team, we have those functions as a team. Mm-hmm. But individually, we need to get better, period all together, all aspects of the game. And then from there, now you'll have your center who's just used to just sitting on the block <laughs> and fouling, working on the mid-range, yeah. working on the three-point line. And you just you're now you're just evolving the game starting with your team. You know, and then from that, you know, just like anybody, and they got their center shooting threes. How are we going <laughs> to guard her out there? Because now the lane is opened up. Yeah. Now you get to sit there and bop, go in there because the center now is pulled. You got to remember, right now, no matter if you're a skilled three, if you got a, a your, your five men on the block and your four men on the block, your driving lane is dead. You know, for the now you now you're forced to be a pull up. You know, coming in, she's dead, posting up to me. Now I got to spin off of her. You know, you know, if she can enhance her skill level and she's floating a little bit, she's floating a little bit. Now that lane becomes bigger. You know, so it's just one of those things where you know you have to demand it from your players. You know. Um, and that's easy, you know, it's, it's you know, lead by example. Yeah. You know, when we was watching, uh, was it The Last Dance? And they were talking to Michael Jordan, they're running sprints. He's the first one, he's, he's in the lead. You know, he's the king lion. You know, it's, I'm gonna be in the best shape. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna treat, you know, line drills ain't, it ain't pain. You know, it ain't, um, it ain't punishment. Like, you know, I know we, you know, as coaches, we use it as punishment. All right, get on the line. Cool. Let's go. <laughs> that's what I used to do. Let's go. Like, oh, man, see, that's why you doing this, man. Like, I was a track runner, so that's what I, you know, that's what I was used to. Yeah. You know, so, and I used to tell, like, yo, if y'all keep looking at it as punishment, they're going to keep trying to use it as punishment. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you know, if we run a hundred line drills, we in shape. <laughs> we gonna, we can sit here and go all day with cats, you know, but I said, you know, they use it as just getting better. You know, learning how, learning how to turn on a, on a, 
hit, hit the baseline. <laughs> you know, I used to just dribble the ball, see how fast I can get it up and down, realizing, man, I can't even, I can't dribble going full speed that full. Because, you know, in a game, you're dodging. You know, you really don't have that full from baseline to baseline explosiveness. Then I had to train myself, like, I need to learn how to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, and I use line drills to do it. I did it in track when I was running track. If I'm like training track, I grab the basketball and I run my whole 400. Because, oh. you know, that's what I said. It's we train as basketball, so that's all we see, not realizing we really are deficient in, in, in at being athletic because we're using just our athleticism for this sport. Hmm. You know, and that's, you know, like ballerina. Like I, I knew some European players that was, they said they, they, were, they were doing ballerina. Which is funny, you know. You know, yeah. In a sport, like, oh, I ain't doing ballerina. <laughs> you know, but he was Incredible like. Incredible footwork. And I was like, yo, why you do ballerina? She held my foot. Held my feet. You know, I had to be skilled with knowing how to use my feet, how to move it. And then it just hit me like. Hmm. Some next level that's, stuff. That's next, you know, but, you know, but over there, that's what they're taught. You yeah. Know? You know, but us, you know, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to go in there and just, you know, it's. Because the idea is you can't get comfortable. As soon as you get comfortable, as soon as you relax, you're lost. You're beat. You know, and I think for you, what, what is it that you want to break out of, break the mold that you see in the game? Um, probably just uh, like with girls' basketball, it could get boring to watch because it's a lot of when people don't have the ball, we tend to just stare and stop and just <laughs> wait for the ball to come to us. So I'd probably say just um, getting more, like myself more involved and players more involved. So staying active, like just trying to keep the game going and actually competing, keeping, keeping myself and my defender working, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes, that's what makes like, like great players greater, mm-hmm. um, moving without the ball. Like, um, that's what I said. It's like, but that comes with knowing, knowing your, your team, yeah. knowing your teammates. Like, you knowing that, all right, she's going to dribble two times to the right. If the girl stop her, she's just naturally going to pick up the ball. Mm-hmm. Right? If you know that, then as soon as it happens, boom, boom, you know the play's dead. Your, your player's looking, boom, <laughs> right. cut right in front of her. Ah! You know, you, you have to understand that. Like, that's why, like, somebody like Curry, as dangerous he was with the ball, he was more without it. As soon as he gave that thing, as soon as he did this, you know, naturally as a defender, what do you do? You're guarding them, they pass, you... Yeah, relax, relax. take it. Yeah, because, you know, you ain't got no responsibility. No, with him, boom, take off, take off, take off, take off. Yeah. And he's just putting you in a blender, you know, and and... and that's what needs to be translated, you know, translated to the next, like, yo, you don't need black and white basketball. Black and white basketball is so outdated. You know, let's, let's, let's speed it up. Let's, let's, let's bring out the athleticism. Let's bring out the, the, um, the competitive, you know, and take away all this stale old basketball styles and just let it be more of a free-flowing game of, you know, going up and down, oh, yeah. you know, just... You know, enjoying it. It's like, like, you know, I was looking at it like, oh, this game looks stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, because it's like I was looking at it, I'm like, yo, they went five minutes without scoring. And you can see the players just like yelling at it. Like, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, the turnover, yeah, that's, yeah, you had four turnovers in that five minutes, but because you're setting up every single time, so you're playing against great defense. Mm-hmm. 
every time it's down. Well, I think the other way to break through that, and you're used to this a lot of times, when there's this black and white, this monotony, is that you could have a, somebody gets dunked on, somebody gets their shot thrown into the crowd, someone get their ankles broken, and that is that's the game changer. Which is you're saying if it's the system, the methodical approach, you don't really break. The, how do you break that up? Personally, mm. of course. That's per, per, personally, <laughs> <laughs> which level? <laughs> we'll stick with the female pro level, the highest level for you. Pros. Mm-hmm. I will. I will. I will look at every single coach and say, "All right, outdated, 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 outdated." Pretty new school, you know, because if you're if you're if your staff is outdated, that means they haven't been introduced to anything new, you know. So that means every every girl that comes into this league, what you're doing is reintroducing old <laughs> old film. I'm just like watching black and white. I'm giving you black and white movies. Like, wait, what? <laughs> what the hell is this? You know, so you you got these girls who's been training, you know, individually training, doing all of this. And then when they get to you, they're getting pushed backwards. Yeah. Because your style is old school. Like, I, I, I don't know when the last time I seen the UCLA cut. Like, being ran as, like, I mean, like a full offense. Like, I don't, I'm just sitting there like. Oh my God, this is like so junior high. Like this is like junior high PE class, like backdoor. Yep, yep, pass it, cut, yep, mm-hmm. yep, fake it, yep, throw it. Like, and I'm just sitting here like, oh, this is, whew. <laughs> and then it, I can see why they, you know, it's a five minutes go by and no it, it's no score. 61 61, or 61 62 with six minutes left, two minutes left on the clock, 61 62. It's like, what? <laughs> you know, but you I know, can tell you get frustrated already. Yeah, you know, because I, I, you know, because I know she's in that world where it's like, yeah, I know we, <laughs> I played against a lot of that. And I was like, no, we, you just need to, we're skilled now, and and I don't think the the, the sport is adapting to. There's more skill. So you need that next level coach that knows to take the governor off. Let me yeah, run get full higher, higher, younger staff. That's like, er- like as I said, it's evolved. Mm-hmm. Like it's evolved. Like I've, I've, I'm watching Bill and Beer, and it's like, yo, you're from the the Bad Boys era. I already know what you're pushing, and it's outdated. You know, to beat you up and you know play physical with you Feed and do you know do that. That is so 1970, 65. Like I, that was that was that that I under it was understood then. It made sense then. Once the skills start to turn over, you got to remember back then, back then, you know, the ratio of moves was for defense, it was almost one-to-one, you know, and then, you know, it's, you know, you had a few offensive moves that you can do. So, you know, kind of a good defense had the advantage, you know, now it's, it's a hundred to one. There's a hundred new moves to the same principles of defense. So technically the defense can't keep up. The WNBA still seems like they're they're on a one to two ratio, mm-hmm. but it's because of who's there. You, you you know it's if you want to keep the coach because he's good, you know bring in younger assistants, younger yeah. you know trainers, trainers that's teaching. Like I'm like I, I didn't see one year roast that. 
no step backs. It was just pass, cut, slash. Like, like what is like? That's it's a nice I'll tell you AU what. team that has no talent. But these are this is the pros. Yeah, everyone's talented here. Let let like everyone is talented. So let their talent shine and get rid of the system of it. And I and I think you got to say the 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 talent is there. Like you look at the uh, Sabrina Inescu. First, first round pick this year. Players like that are coming. They're coming. So they, there's going to be a coach that knows that and knows how to tap but into. But as that. I said, it's, it's, but that's what you need. You need, you need someone who can who can see the vision of what you are. And you know, you got to remember every year that goes by. You know, um, you know if if that person doesn't have the same vision, you know, it's it can it can it can hurt. Yeah. You know, someone says, oh, you know. We can make you, uh, you know, you'll be dominant in the four. You know, so we need you back to the back. Like, no, I'm a one, two, three. <laughs> I'm one, two, three. That's, you know, one, two, three, maybe a four, you know, depending on what they line up is. But I'm a one, two, three. I got three positions, mm-hmm. you know, so that means you can play me with anyone. You know, if you don't want to run a traditional point guard, here I am, and we, we can go big. I'm at the point and we can go big with our twos and threes. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 you, you want to go small and put a one two like you you know. There's that's that's the that's the ability of your type of player, the ability to say you know what, you play the point today. You know, they have really very small guards. We're gonna go big on them. We're gonna beat them up on the glass and we're gonna beat them. You know, beat them in, beat them all over that offensive court. Yeah. You know, I I was I was telling LeBron this. I said, hey. Um, I know you haven't done this lineup before, but it's intriguing to me. You at the point, Kuzma at the two, um, AD at the three, JaVale at the four, and Dwight Howard at the five. Giants. And I said, with all of you guys, you guys are still more athletic than everyone, faster than everyone, because every single person is fast, and no one can guard you. And on defense... Just push everyone to the basket. You got four and four point five shot blockers. Yes, twenty one feet at the back line. That's what I'm saying. It's like I said, you're so long. I mean, you can you're gonna guard every three shot, and at the the you know if they drive, the only person who's not a true shot blocker is Kuzma, but everyone else. I mean, that's and he started laughing. I was like, that be honest, that's my two K team. <laughs> that's my two K lineup. It's, you know, I look at stuff like that, like you know the advantages of. Why am I going to adapt to your small ball? Because you got to remember, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's strategy, chess. Right. You know, if I'm a coach and I'm coaching the Lakers and I'm playing against Miami and they like going small ball, why am I going to adapt to them? Right. They should be adapting to me. You know, I'm not going to come down and say, all right, I, I need to play Rondo, this guy, this guy to match up with them. That, that's not where my strength is. My strength is I have seven footers. I have very athletic seven-footers that can dunk, jump, block. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make you take away your small ball and put a bunch of players that didn't even think they were going to come in the game in the game. Right. You know, and, and that's, that, that's it's, it's like it's one of those things, Phil Jackson. First person to c- call timeout is the weaker coach. <laughs> you know, and that's how you, you know, that's, that's how the game is played. You know, you're sitting there trying to figure out the chess moves. And for the most part, most coaches mess it up. 
You know, so, you know, chess, you know, when you're out there, chess is part of the game, too. Yeah. You know, knowing some girls subbing in the game just to irritate you. You know, you're going to have that. You know, I'm, I'm just coming in the game. She got two minutes to try to get under your skin and ruffle you up, you know, and, and get you thrown off. And, you know, now you're thinking about that. Now another three, four minutes done passed before you came back. <laughs> you know, that's going to happen. You know, you, you know, you just, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, being ahead of the curve, understanding mm-hmm. is the most important part of, you know, just, just the game, life, you know, staying at the top, you know, understanding what's coming through, what's new, you know, um, you know, like, like when you see like a player like Michael Jordan get hit with the crossover, it's because he's so far up there, he ain't looking down, you know, to see what's coming, what's new. Oh, there's, there's a, there's a, you got to remember, there's a left to right crossover? What is that? Yeah. You know, there's a left to right crossover. I ain't never seen one of those before. Because you can see, yeah, he gets hit with that, but he was getting hit with it when um, Grant Hill was coming in. Grant Hill was hitting him and Scottie Pippen with that, that left to right, right to left, because they didn't, they never, they never, they never seen it before. You know, so you got to always, you always got to look down. No matter how high you up there, you got to always look and see what's coming. What's being, got to remember, everyone's looking at you. So they're creating their game to, to be better than you. Right. So you got to look down and see what's down there. Oh, oh, is that, a, is that, oh, double your row. <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a zero dribble. Okay, you can, uh, 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 all right. All right, let me add that to my game. Boom, boom, boom. You know, you got to be, you got to be the computer just, just absorbing in music, it's, you got to be the Drake. You know what I mean? You're up here, but you see, you see Travis Scott coming, little Uzi Vert coming. You know, I got to remember, everyone wants the old out and wants the new. Yeah. So you up here, you got to look down. Okay, all right, let me do. He's about to rise. Let me do a feature with him. Yeah. You know, because his his group is going to push me up. I'm going to make him famous, but he was coming anyway. I don't want him to replace me, so I'm going to do a feature with him because you know. Do a feature with him. Do a feature with this person. Do a, and that's why he keeps jumping down. So he keeps coming down. Call it vampiring. <laughs> Vampire, let them keep you young. You know, and that's why if you look and you see somebody like, you know, in music, Nas and them, they get pushed out of the way because the young can't correlate with them. Is LeBron doing that? I mean, he's always connected in high school, as we know now. Yeah. And college players. And yeah, you, you got to remember. Why do you think his shoes, his shoes are moving? Why you, you know, because they vampire down. He, he goes to the AAU circuit. Yeah. Steps into the AAU, come to the games, play with the kids. Now all those kids, they, they're seeing their hero now. You know, so what ends up happening is when he wants to sign a kid for his, his what's the name? LeBron, LeBron wants to sign me. You know what I mean? And, and, and that's what you do. You, you, have to, you have to vampire down, you know, or, or you get lost because you're so used to a certain way of moving, planning your system, planning your position, planning your zone that you don't see the Lucas and the Trey Youngs, you know, coming in with all these new moves. And when you get hit with them for the first time, they're, they're dethroning you. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, hey, did you see what he did to him? You know what I mean? You know, so you got to understand how to come down, watch what's coming, go to the eight. Because you got to remember, you guys are moving faster than them. And I want to move on, but I also want to say, I'm not going to let this slide. AI got Jordan once. 
he never got got again. So. Yeah. Well, he was one time. No, no, because you got to remember that it all, uh, all it took was one time. All it took right? was one. Yeah. All it took was one. But he wouldn't have got him at all if he looked down and seen that move coming. <laughs> but look <laughs> how he see, was with Kobe. I think he understood that. He quickly. Yeah, but what I'm saying, like when I, when I, when I was, um, like when I was playing, you know, you got to remember, guards are coming every year. Yeah. And no matter if, yeah, I'm all NBA. I'm top 20. Like, whoa, no, wait a minute. I was young once and I was bopping these old heads. Who's coming? You know, so I'm looking at Rondo in college and he's coming down the lane. Everybody jumping. Uh. I'm like, oh, I, need, I need a up and under fake. <laughs> I need an up and under fake. And you just, why? Okay, Chris Paul. Okay, you know, you just sitting there. Darren Williams got the double cross. You know what I mean? So I got a double, I got the, you know, come pop, pop from him because I seen him in college do it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking it from college and putting it in the NBA and hitting him with a double cross because I've never seen it before. And as soon as he comes in with it, he still gets him with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? D-Wade comes in with the uh, pullback. No one ever seen it before. No, no one ever seen it being used the way it was used. And by the time anyone adapts to it, he done already done killed that league the year, okay. that year. Then the Euro comes, and now, he, uh, uh. Oh, they doing Euro with the, uh, uh, layup. I think I can Euro off that with a dunk. And then D-Wade comes with the, uh, uh, bop. Like, ooh, I wasn't expecting that. You know, Ginobili didn't do it like that. He did it from here, you know. You know, and you just started, you know, you just start, you know, updating. But the, but your age, it's your, it's, it's your, that... I know you watch WNBA and NBA looking for stuff. Mm -mm. It's your age that creates all moves because your 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 creativity hasn't been closed down. So when you're going into practice, going into the games, you're really ex you you have an expansion. So you're you're doing stuff that you know the next level is not doing. Mm -hmm. So you know that's why. So you know that's. When you go, you still got to come to the AAU circuit and, you know, watch, watch what's coming. You know, watch what he's teaching. Right. What did he learn? And he taught this girl to do. And you, okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't see you in a year, but I'm updating now, brother. You know, you, and that's what you, you know, that's what keeps you, you know, you know, ahead of the curve. All right, Well, speaking of staying ahead of the curve, we put a lot of game out there today, but I know it's that time. Got some questions for Gil. It's your turn. Ask Agent Zero. Yeah, so I was going to ask you, when you're at, on your way to the peak of your career, right, I know your life changes tremendously social. So how is it that you're staying consistent with your game but also managing your life socially? Um, okay, so during, as a wild personality as I am, during the season I wasn't. Um, like I was, I call it controlled chaos. So, so you know, just like anything, you have to have boundaries to keep your greatness great. So, you know, um, like I had rules, like I'm only going to go out once or twice. So I'll begin of the season. I don't know whose birthday's on who, who's having the best birthday this year. I know it's 15 of us. I'm only going to two of them. One is going to be mine's if I do <laughs> one. Other than that, so y'all going to figure out who's, who's going to be popping you know, when I decide to go out. So it's two parties for that season. I'm not, so that means if it ain't, you know, if I went to two parties the first two weeks, I'm not going out anymore the rest of the season. Discipline. You know, um, on game day, not using my phone. 
You know, um, you know, I don't want to be distracted by phone calls and this and this. You know, so, you know, being home, you're going to have more distractions because, you know, you're going to want to, you know, keep hanging out with your friends on the weekend. So you're going to have to really separate season to personal. Hmm. You know, you got to remember during the season, it's season time. That's where you're, you know, it's, it's, locked. it's like being in a bubble. You're locked in. I need to be locked in. I need to make sure that, you know, everything is on point. You know, there's checks and balances. You know, I'm, I'm making sure I'm exercising, eating the right foods, going to class, you know, making sure I'm in the, when the season's over with, what's that? What y'all want to do? Yeah. Want to go tomorrow? Want to do this? You know, you know, and, and then eventually, eventually, and I'm going to be honest, the personal time is going to be cut because you're going to be like, well, you know, I didn't, I need to be in more shape. You know, I'm going to take two more weeks to add to the season. You, you know, you're going to start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, and it's one of those things. And I always say this, and I said, it's sad, but tell me who, you know, Tiger Woods' best friends are. Mm-hmm. LeBron's best friends. You know, Mayweather's best friends. <laughs> um, you know, KD's best friends. Kawhi's best friends. You know, Curry's best friend. You know, when you're when you're at that level, you're so dialed in that for the most part, it's hard to the fun fun your fun becomes being great. Yeah. And it, and it's and, and like you know when you're when you're young, like we don't you don't you don't we don't really you know grasp what we're you know being taught or you know like you know not fun not you know. Fun ain't running line drills, you know. Fun ain't, you know, fun is hanging out with my friends, going to the movies. Yeah, it is. But there's going to come a time where you're going to be pushing for greatness when that push is what's exciting you. You know, like, you know, I remember I was getting excited because I went, I remember uh, I was doing like a, a thousand shots and I was like in the 800s. And I'm I'm sitting here like Joe boy, I was killing them, man. Like I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. Like I I couldn't wait to get to practice to to just brag. To brag about how much I shot and what my percentage was. And that became that became the excitement. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and it's and it's just it's weird. Like, you know, like um, like I know like like uh Harden's routine, like after games, he works out. So no matter what he did that day, after, you know, he goes back into the gym and he gets in the workout. So if he does go out and hang out, he already did his work first. Yeah. So it wasn't game, then party, go to sleep, then wake up tomorrow and practice. No, no, no. It's game, full workout, yeah. go party, go to sleep. Wake yeah. up. So, you know, so he put more hours into his his training. Or just don't party that night. <laughs> no, no, I mean like if he wants to go out, but what mm-hmm. I'm saying is after after the game, he trained yeah. and he worked mm-hmm. and he got shots up and he 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 did something. You know, and that's that's you know that's the key that you you no matter you know friends, family, you find time, you carve out time to make sure you're still getting what you're getting and you don't you don't sacrifice that. There's like you know there's things in life where you can you know bend your work ethic, never. Yeah. 
Okay, then another, when you transitioning from um, your last year of high school to your first year of college or your last year of college to your first year of um, pros, so would you say the connection and all those things were like, what were the hardest parts and what were the easiest parts? You know, uh, from high school to college, um, the, the, hardest, the hardest part was trying to fit in. You know, um, we assume, I don't, I don't know why we do it. We assume that, you know, I'm coming in as a freshman, you know, the sophomore, junior, senior, they're smarter, better. No. <laughs> you know, but we assume it. So we, we take this, you know, we take this, this mellow approach yeah. because, you know, we're, we're naturally just human beings. We're, 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 we're frightened of not knowing the outcome, yeah. you know, we don't like, are they going to like me or, you know, um, you know, what, what is it going to be like? You know, just the anticipation, yeah. you know, of, of not knowing is, you know, it's, it's the thing, um, you know, so when I went to college and, you know, that, that first couple days, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it seems bigger than what it really is, you know, realizing, wait, hold on. You guys just got out of high school. You, you're not in your 30s and 20s and you're these wise. You just left high school two years ago, bro. <laughs> you just, you're, 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 you're seven months, <laughs> you're seven months in front of me. I'm not, you know, I'm not scared of you. You know, it's, it's, so it's, it's just one of those things. Like when, you know, when I was in the NBA, that frightened because, you know, that age, you remember that age group is, you know, 18 to 38, 37. So there's, there's a big difference, yeah. you know, there's a big difference where you got, you know, you got, you know, older men, you know, fathers, some grand, you know, grandfathers, you, you have a few in there, depending <laughs> if they had a kid in high school, you know, depending <laughs> if they had a kid in high school. So, you know, you know, dealing with those, you're a single, you know, a single person coming in young, you, you know, trying to figure out, you know, who am I hanging out with? What do y'all do? What do you, you know, it's, you know, those, those are the scary moments, but you know, being who you are takes care of that. Hmm. You know, just, you know, you just go in there, you just do you. You know, you gotta remember, that's why they're recruiting you. To do you, be you. And another one? Is that it? Um, yeah, I was- That's a lot, that's, that's plenty. I was thinking of one more and it kind of blew, the spider kind of snatched it on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me I'm like, what is, what is that? But I'll just say, what will, will be some advice you give um, to a to a female um, athlete? You know, with their game, what will something you would tell a female going into college? Something that's like important to know. Some advice that you recommend for their game. Um, don't be afraid. Don't don't be afraid of failing. Um, don't be afraid of not being liked. Um, you know, and I think as you know, you know, when you when you're a female athlete, you know, sometimes um, your kindness, natural kindness, and caregiving, you know, you you hold back. Um, you know, you lions are lions. You know, remember the female lion is probably the most dangerous one. Um, 
you know, you know, as a hooper, there's no female and male. Yeah. Hooper. You know, I'm a hooper. You know, and you 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 have to train like that. You know, you have to train like that. You have to be willing, you know, to 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 do, you know, if if the males are running, you know, five miles a day, I'm running five miles a day. I don't know. What makes you better than me? Yeah. You know, the attitude, the attitude, you know, changes. You know, you have to change the attitude of of, you know, just how, you know, females think as a whole, you know, female athletes think as a whole, you know, um, like, you know, and, and it's, it's kind of weird because I talked to a couple of coaches. It's like, you know, treat me like, you know, like I'm not a female, but then sometimes treat me like a female, yeah. you know, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, you know, it's like, and I said, you know, and he's like, how do I, like, how do I talk to him? And I said, you know what, you, you go there, you tell him, hey, listen, y'all ain't females, y'all hoopers. I'm going to talk to you like a hooper, you know? So if you don't want to be a great hooper, get the fuck out the gym, right. you know? But, you know, the sensitivity of, you know, you're trying to jump out, I'm a female now. No, 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 no. We're hoopers. This is what hoopers do. This is what hoopers don't do. You know, if you want to become a better shooter, this is what you got to do as hooper, period. You know, you know, 200, 300 shots a day, you work, you grind. And then, you know, with the work and grind and the consistency of, consistency of that, it pays off, you know, you know, no matter where, you know, no matter where you're at in your stages, that dark tunnel, there's a, there's, there's light at the end of it, right. you know? So you can sit there and look and see and look backwards and keep looking that way and depending if you want to go, no, just keep walking, <laughs> keep training, keep there. At some point, no matter what, there's going to be light. Be ready for it. All right. Oh, well, all right. So, because trust me, I, I was I was in the tunnel, and I was like, I remember someone was like, "Yeah, you know, just keep walking. Tunnel's there. I don't see it. <laughs> the light <laughs> now, at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, the light. I don't see no. It's dark here. I've been sitting on the bench twenty games, and I'm still on IR. I ain't practicing. I don't see no light anytime soon. <laughs> like, yo, that's not how it works here. You know, injury here, injury there, circumstances change. They want something fresh. Now, when they go and get the fresh stuff, are you going to be ready? Right. And then that's, that's all you can worry about. See, you worrying about, you know, that tunnel. Will you be ready when that, when that, when that light comes? Hmm. Like, yeah, I'm going to be ready, but I'm just saying I don't see it. It's dark. <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things is, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be up and down. Remember, a career is ups and downs. You know, high points, low points. Mm-hmm. You know, your job is to stay high, come a little low, you know, something happened, go back. You know, you don't want to hit deep in, you know, you know, you don't want your mentality to go like that. You just, you know, that, so the, the fact that you can put it in your brain where, all right, you know, I had a bad game, whatever. You know, that's, it happens. Yeah. Right there keeps you from bottoming out. Because you don't process that a bad game is just a bad game. Mm-hmm. I don't mean, you know, that don't, you know, I'm not going to adjust my whole life because I went 0 and 10. You know, I went 0 and 10. You know, what's going on? I need to rethink of, no, I went 0 and 10. I'm going to go 10 10 next game anyway. Because huh. someone's going to have to feel this wrath. You know, someone, she doesn't stop me for 10. You about to get, I'm about to give you double work of what I was supposed to give you. I was going to go, <laughs> I was going to give you 20. 
Now I got to give you 40. I got to make up for her. I'm going to get her later too, but I just got to put, you know, and that's how you got to start thinking. Yeah. You know, so you can, you can see the players who do it. Like, oh, yeah, he went, you know, Dame. He missed two free throws. What they do? They laughed at him. PG and them laughed at him. Boom, boom, boom. 60, 50, 55. You know, the, those three teams paid after that. And that's, that's where that mentality comes from. You know what I mean? It, you know, so there's no, you know, I went for 0 for 10. Next day, I went this and this and this. And then you bottom, you're sitting here struggling. And they call it what? The, the, the wall or going through a shooting slump. It's like, yeah, you ever went through a shooting slump? No, what is that? You never went through no shooting slump. You know, you never went, you know, 10 for 55? Probably. I don't, I don't keep track. Yeah. I just chuck it. Really? Just chuck it. It's going to go in. It's not going to go in. I'm going to hit seven in a row. I'm going to miss seven in a row. That's basketball. I don't keep track of hit the rookie wall. Like, what? That's just mentality. That's just mentality. That's a mentality. Like, I, the perfect example, if you've been watching a Miami Heat, um, Crowder. Oh, yeah, Jacob. His stats say he was, like, at one point four for 45 from the three-point line. His shooting on that court, his thought process, clearly said he was 39 for 45 because he didn't think twice <laughs> about not taking that shot. And that's, that's, that's how you're supposed to play. You know, you, you know you, you're going to go do slumps. And you're going to hit high rows where you can't be stopped. It, it, it just all evens out. You just want to stay here. Go here, come here, go here, come here. You know, if you go here a little bit, just remember, just, hey, someone has got to pay, back up to the top. Right. You know, and I, and I think we can close on this. And uh, I'm going to risk it. I'm going to sound corny. But what you were saying there, going through, going through the roller coaster, <laughs> going through that dark tunnel, and those guys that you mentioned who are their friends, right? Basketball is your friend. Because at the end of the day, that's what you got. Yeah. You win that ball. You win that court. Yeah, you know, and... That's 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 a big thing for, you know, just athletes anyway, that, you know, no matter what's going on on the outside, the basketball doesn't judge you. And that becomes your happy place, you know. And I can tell you this, like when when people talk about mental um, mental health issues when you're an athlete is because it's leaking into your happy place. You know, it's it now that means that means your happy place is being interrupted because usually you run away from whatever's going on in the court, like because the court don't judge you. They, yeah, these lines don't judge. You know, it's it's performance based. It's me based. Yeah. It's my, my work ethic. You know, the, the, the crowd is going to judge me off of this here. Yeah. You know, so that's where we run because, you know, like depending on how bad your you, your outside life is dictates is like it 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 uh, It'll put you 2,000 shots that day because you just, you just zoned out. And you know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I tell there's two ways to be in great. Pain, like pain and not wanting to feel that way again pushes you or the love of it. Those are the only, those are the only two options mm. of being great. Either the Either the pain is pushing you to, you know, I need to, I don't, I don't like this feeling. I need to get out of it. This pain, this person hurt me. That's that's what they, that's where the chip comes from. You know, it's 
you know, like the Jimmy Butler story, I'm home, I, I, I don't want to be here anymore and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dive into this. Or love. And I love this game so much, I'm just going, I'm never going to put it down. Yeah. You know, those are the, those are the two roads. Those, those are the two roads of, you know, just being great, it seems like, you know, from my perspective. Of, you know, when, you, when I sit there and think about, you know, everyone's roads to how they got there, the two consistent ones is pain and love. Yeah. There it is. I think, I don't know if it's love is pain or pain is love. There's, depending on how you look at it, depending on who you ask. Mm-hmm. I'll throw a better one at you. Joy. <laughs> Joy. We'll leave it at that. Joy, it's been a joy to have you here. Uh, Rhea, we're, we're going to watch you this next season at Linwood and, of course, at USC. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Thanks again. Thanks oh, for yeah. coming on. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. All right. And thanks to Peja Stoyakovich. <laughs> Game warm, baby. Another I mean, one. you staring at it like you trying to take the joint. Nah, nah. I mean, okay, if I had one, I think I want that LeBron Team USA one. Oh, okay. So you've been eyeing a collection. Yeah, I have not, I've been eyeing that collection <laughs> firsthand. Uh, for a man with an incredible jersey collection, that's Gilbert Arenas. I'm Mike Botticello. It's been No Chill with Gilbert Arenas. Remember, you can catch us every Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Fuego Sports Network, and we'll see you next time.